IWEP Network. It's in the pod. I think, I think it's going to be bloody right horrible if you pass this bill with two broken arms. I just did England and like New York. <laughs> yeah, man. It was bad. I'm glad we talked about it. <laughs> Welcome back, I'm Chris. Welcome back, I'm Mario. <laughs> We're two Diablo friends talking about the things we like, talking about a profusion of subjects, telling stories instead of going to therapy, and hoping you'll laugh the pain away with us. Welcome to Welcome Back. Welcome back. Um, did you get any feedback from our episode, our most recent episode, the Presents episode? Um, <laughs> yeah, so the last episode <laughs> was dance. Did you talk to Jake? Is that why you're bringing this up? No, I'm just curious. I didn't hear. Uh, this is the only feedback I got. Um, Jake found himself in a very similar... When Jake heard the story of me going to the dance and asking out the girl who turned into the ketchup girl from the ketchup story, <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. um, he thought that was funny. But when I brought up the story about the girl who was dating someone I went on dance with, to the dance with, yes. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I kept like trying to shoot my shot because I was getting such mixed signals. He 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 told me a story where essentially he did that exact same thing, but like in reverse. So in his story, he was Kayla. <laughs> <laughs> he had a girlfriend, but went to the dance with a different girl. No, no. In that, um, there's a girl who like he he wanted nothing to do with, didn't want to be with her. But he like kept sending her mixed signals, and so like she kept trying, even though he he like oh. wasn't interested. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, that's about that's about it for the feedback I got on it, though. I did. I got um Andrew. I don't remember how he sent this to me. Maybe he texted me, but he reminded me that I told a story about a prom I went to, where I like, you know, had a family member help me catch a train to catch a bus to catch another car mm-hmm. to go to the train um, to go to prom with Sam. And he reminded me that after that prom, there was a party at his house. And so we went to that party and I left at 1am to catch a train back to school <laughs> and like do the whole thing. I totally forgot about that, but uh, Jeez. that is true. I remember that now, man. What, what was so important? You had to be back at school so quickly or that's just like know, the man. ticket you could get. I those, think that must have been it. Those dollar tickets are like the the quicker you get onto the <laughs> mega bus, you know. Yeah. Sometimes you, you take some risky dates on there. Sure. Plus, I was a freshman, so like my academics were. I, I didn't know how to skip a class yet, so that could have been it too. <laughs> I just really needed to be back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I got you, man. He also said he will soon be officiating a wep- a, we- a wedding where he will be doing the stanky leg afterwards. So he'll be dancing and officiating. That's always the best. Oh yeah. Man, it's funny that you mentioned college because, like, yeah, by senior year, you just have it phoned in. Like, okay, these are the dates that I'm definitely not going to be at class. And yeah. then, like, here's the excess well, you've ones for fun. It. Yeah, you've exactly. You know how to do it. You know how to do college efficiently. Yeah, yeah. And, like, I, what I never understood as a senior is seeing other seniors get the perfect chapel attendance awards. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> you got nothing better to do. You don't like sleeping in. Yeah, they you didn't went to you went to quilting enough. chapel. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, come on, man. There's got there's got to be some exceptions. But the funny thing about those are, and so for the people who aren't in the know, Chris and I went to a very small Christian college that had chapel every morning, Monday through Friday, and you got fifteen. I think so. 15 yeah, it was skips. one for the one for every week, basically. Yeah, for the whole semester, and um. Yeah, you can miss 15, and then after that, I think you get fined for missing. And it's mm-hmm. like, what time was it? Like 8 a.m., 10 a.m.? 10. 10. It was not yeah. early at all. <laughs> like, there's no reason for us to be missing chapel, honestly. Yeah. Other than, right. like, sometimes you just don't want to go. Well, I mean, we were up until 2 a.m. I was up until 2 a.m. every day. That was the yeah. reg. <laughs> I mean, some people listening are like, yeah, that's what I do all the time. But I yeah. now I'm in bed by 1030 at the latest, you know. I got it I perfectly was... phoned in now for, like, work. Like, if I stay up too late, like, I can still just get there and just deal. But, like, in college, yeah. when that when that time rolled around and the chapel bells are going off, like, it's enough mm-hmm. to, like, make you get up out of bed and shut the window and go back to bed. 
No, it's rough. Yeah. <laughs> Man, maybe we should do a sleep episode. Ooh, don't sleep on that one. Hey, he got him. I got, I got some good sleep stories. Yeah. You ever do a <laughs> yeah, sleep, I don't know. You ever do a sleep study? No, have you? Yeah, I'd always stick my textbooks underneath my pillow. That's how I. Oh my gosh. That's how I got all my studying done. Did you just have that one like locked and loaded, or what that's happened? That's the way this sucker works, man. <laughs> just off the dome. Yeah. Um, wow. I feel like th- when's this episode coming out? So it'll be like three weeks from the from the last. <laughs> Honestly, episode? I'm gonna try and get this one out today. If we're oh, being okay. honest. <laughs> so, so, um, dang. So, what are we gonna? How are we doing this then? <laughs> oh, we'll what, talk. We'll talk. We'll, we'll text about it later about how we're gonna set up for the next episode. So that one will probably be two weeks from now. Then, right? Yeah. Right. Because I don't think you want to move to a schedule of record, send, Correct. record, send, record, send. No. <laughs> but I can do it once to get us back on track. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. Well, um, so then it wasn't a crazy amount of time for our listeners. But for you and me, it feels like it's been a while. Yeah. And mm-hmm. you are back on the west side. What's so you? Yes. That's right. Movement has happened. I'm in a basement now. I am. I am driving 45 minutes, 55 minutes to work every day. Every day. <laughs> 55 two and 55 fro. Oh, my gosh. I hope they're paying you enough is. for the gas. Jeez. Well, I drive a Prius on a motorcycle, so it's not so bad. Um. Ooh, ooh, speaking of jobs, you and I need to talk. So uh, for other listeners who are uninitiated, Chris uh, is to, into blood rituals, is what I refer to as him selling his blood for money. Um, uh, yes. I'm thinking about getting into that. I, I recommend it to everyone. I think I'm retiring because there's none in... Somerset where I work, but mm. I highly recommend that everyone should do it. I was wondering if there might be one like uh Greensburg. That place I'm like, sure there's one in Pittsburgh, but yeah, there's probably one in Greensburg. I'm saying if there's one They're in Greensburg, that's everywhere. like halfway between us, so we can come together, sell blood together. Yeah, just put the microphone between our beds. Oh my gosh. We raise awareness, <laughs> though we're not donating it to anyone. It's like <laughs> it's purely for cash. They call it donating? But I mean, that's probably how they don't tax. The, you don't get taxed on the income. I don't know mm. how it works. It is heavily incentivized donations. And I do save lives. And I've had people thank me, like genuinely have had plasma infusions and said, thank you for your work. And I said, I was paid handsomely. So no problem, Bob. <laughs> do they give like a plaque after a certain number? You think <laughs> they should? They should. I donated for a few years. It's awesome. I think everyone should do it. Yeah. You did like what? Once a week, twice a week, twice a week. Just about. I mean, we yeah, there was yeah. a season where they put me in a deferral for a month because my yeah. protein was low because I was giving all my plasma away, <laughs> or I'd go on vacation or fall out of the rhythm or whatever. But yeah, you like have a manager years. or like a boss, like Chris, where are you? We need your no. blood. Yeah, it's it's just free willis. However you want to do it. And so maybe you've retired from that gig. Yeah. This this we're I'm hoping we're gonna get a pop of numbers because if I was attending your church. And with my tech savvy, <laughs> I'd be Googling my new pastor. Sure. And I would definitely be finding this podcast. So yeah. for the church attendees listening for yeah. the first time ever, we're going to go ahead and we're going to rank the top <laughs> no, 10, no. 10 commandments. <laughs> <laughs> Just that's kidding. Not a, that's, it's not a bad idea. I got to tell you. <laughs> number um, number ten, number three, <laughs> number nine, number, number eight. five. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, honestly, I'm not worried about my congregation googling me. <laughs> okay, is it like a is it like an older bunch, or you just think they're all like pretty chill about everything? No, they're older folks. They're okay. older folks, and I think like I'm. I googled myself, and I'm looking up. Why doesn't welcome back come up? <laughs> It's got yeah. my Facebook, my Instagram, um, my Spotify playlists, <laughs> my grandfather's obituary, um, my blog, and my side job. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> and my church pops up. The new one or the old one? The new one. Oh, why? The new one already popped up in our podcast. Well, ag.org apparently has me on there. I don't know. Jeez. But yeah, we have to apparently improve our SEO. Search engine optimization. 
Oh, gotcha, gotcha. I thought you were still <laughs> talking about the olds at your church. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> I mean, they could improve their SEO as well, but... Yeah, segregate the elderly outside of the church. <laughs> <laughs> that works too, I guess. Um, but no, that's exciting. You are yeah. a big change, and it's actually happening. We've been talking yeah. about it for a while. How many Sundays you got under your belt now? Um, I've preached two. I've been okay. there for three. Okay. How'd those first two go? Great. I'm pretty much fine. I mean, I'm, we're just doing like a classic Bible study, mm-hmm. um, to like, you know, get to know each other and how the, so they can see how I preach and stuff before we like start casting vision about the future and taking the church in a direction. Mm-hmm. I'm just kind of like, this is what it's like for me to preach to you. So are you easing into, uh, okay. Uh, for listeners, I know that this isn't our usual, uh, format where I interview Chris <laughs> essentially, but I, I, Chris and I don't get to meet in person very often and I'm, I'm pretty excited. Yeah. And I know a lot of people have been following your journey as well. So like, I'm curious, like, are you getting just thrown into men's ministry and all these other things like prayer groups on Wednesdays or are they kind of easing you into that? Like how, how booked are you yeah. every, cause obviously the podcast is probably going to switch things up occasionally or does Tuesday keep working? I don't know. Yeah, I think we're fine. Okay. So here's the thing. When people hear that I'm taking over a church, they um, they overestimate what that means. Like okay. the church I'm going to has 20 people in it. Like oh, okay. it's a very small church. Right now, their only meetings is Sundays. So like lots of church, even small churches will do like Sunday school, Sunday service, Sunday night, Wednesday yeah. night. Um, we only do the Sunday morning service. I'm going to add like a prayer group soon and an evangelism mm-hmm. training soon. But, uh, but it's not like craziness, you know, it's not. Okay. And I am rejecting that as like, okay, you know, I'm doing my best anyway mm-hmm. to reject like chaos as a ministry role. It's just like, not, I'm more and more convinced that you don't have to work 80 hours a week to be an effective pastor. So gotcha. I'm trying to live that out. It's probably on me and like how I started going to church that I assumed until like I got to college, that every church just operated like Monroeville Assembly. Sure, sure. Where, like, That's a big church. Where like four out of the seven days, there's established ministry opportunities to be right. there, and and uh, but yeah, I guess uh, I guess even like as years gone on, that's still kind of like the framework that like like I assumed small ones are like the outliers, but like that's not yeah. the case. Like, oh I, no, everything. The different. average church is under a hundred people. Man, that's crazy. I'm, I don't. Yeah. I wonder what Monroeville is even like these days. That's quite a hike from here. Sure. I'll have to pop. Yeah, they've gone through some transition lately. Oh, Minerville? Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Freaking, oh, man. Should we have like a special episode just to gush over like the pastors of our lives? Because like Minerville Assembly was like the, in my, it's like my lofty goal of like what the perfect church is. And like, obviously, there's, there's church drama that I'm completely unaware of. There's things that are like are in different spots that I would be completely blind to. And it's not as perfect as there's no such thing as a perfect church, but yeah, from my point of view as like the 18 to 25 year old, it was like the, it was like the perfect place to, to be. Yeah. Yeah. I think a, a mentor episode is a good idea. Yes. Then we can talk about a mentor who, who backed out on me. I'm excited for that episode. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, Should we start going down the list? I I do have a couple things that might get a little sassy towards the end for some listeners. I know that you like to play the the keep Mario in check role, so it might be fun later. (laughs) Okay, great. (laughs) Well, um, you know something that didn't come up when I um, Googled myself that I'm surprised? I'm actually an influencer now. I I don't know if I told you. (laughs) What? Did you hear? Uh -uh. (laughs) Uh-uh. Yeah, I'm an influencer, and it's because I made a comment on a TikTok that has 5,642 likes. Woo! I think the max I've ever got was like 500. I thought that was a lot. You beat me tenfold. Holy cow. What can I say, man? I've been waiting <laughs> what was for the one to pop off. What was the video, and then what did you say? It was about ducks. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and I just showed a, a tiny bit of duck knowledge. And uh, here's the key. I think the key is that I got in early. Like it was okay. a good video that I was like one of the first like hundred comments or something. First, maybe like a, like first. Is time. it like a channel you're already following? Were you in the follow section? No, I just happened upon it on the for you page. Yep, it was just a good video. I could tell it was going to be a good video. I got in early, made a slightly clever, slightly informative 
comment about how ducks can eat their own eggs and it's good for them. And uh, people lost it. I was like, you know, the, this video has like, I mean, uh, I should check how many views. Uh, well, it has 281,000 likes. So like, it's a good video. Yeah, popped off and I popped good. off with it. Yeah. So, I've, I've so noticed that like there's fewer and fewer million like videos. Like usually that that's the rare thing. Now. I have felt that. Yes, it's like the it's like it went back to what it was before. Like yeah. I felt like before it was you'd never saw. I mean, nobody was using it when, whenever we started. No one was using it when you started. It wasn't <laughs> even good when you started. <laughs> yeah, I was I was on way too early. I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you were. You were like, guys, trust me, TikTok is very funny, and you would put on compilations and. It wasn't. Oh it just my gosh, wasn't. I completely <laughs> forgot about the TikTok compilation. I did not. I don't know why I was thinking about that late recently. But I was like, wow, Mario was on the ground floor before TikTok was good. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll be like, you guys got to check these out. These are so funny. And I put them on your TV as if mm -hmm. we were watching Vine compilations. Because that's kind of right. where I saw it going. And sure. just like slowly but surely, like everyone started hanging out in the kitchen. And I'm just <laughs> laughing alone in your <laughs> living room. Yeah. It wasn't good, man. It's because it wasn't good. I want to find, but, if we could, f there's no possible way of finding it, but I would love to find that specific video that I shared for you guys. I don't know how long YouTube history keeps, but <laughs> it's got to be six years. Oh, man. Six years ago, probably. It must have been like right when they switched from Musical.ly. It must have been like right, like right then. Yeah. Yeah. Because I do remember it being TikTok. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for cow. sure. Jeez. Crazy. I should have started pumping out content. I could have been true. I could have been it, freaking complaining about no one listening to my stuff that now. So, <laughs> in an idealized world, I could have made content and popped off, but I, I'm busy. Yeah, yeah, too busy, man. But here's Making the thing: content's annoying. We're content creators, but not just a podcast. Oof, like, even I if guess. we didn't have the podcast, like if you're on Instagram and you post, yeah. you just create mm -hmm. content. If you're on Facebook and you like have a thought, you like, huh? And you hit send to the world. That's yeah. your content creator. It's weird. It's yucky. Mark Zuckerberg, I guess, said recently that social media is not meant for scrolling. It's meant for like participating in. Is that the yeah. idea? Yeah, like, that makes sense. Like, and I, I, I definitely gotta agree. I gotta, I gotta get down. I gotta pretend I have a teenager, and that teenager is me, and put like parental locks on my phone. I think to like limit some of my mm -hmm. usage. Yeah. It's not good, but it kills time. But I mean, Great. I, we act like time's <laughs> all we have, but theoretically we're out of here in our seventies, you know? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, um, Twitter's my number one for sure. I don't, I don't spend a lot of time on any of them. I'll get notifications when you tweet on yeah. welcome back. And then I yeah. will, I'll either retweet it and like it from welcome back. If I think it's good for the audience. But then if I have something to say, I'll just I'll I'll switch over to mine, and then I'll have to search you, and then go to your page, and then scroll to the tweet that I got notified <laughs> on, and then comment <laughs> like the least organic <laughs> way possible yeah, to, yeah. to comment on your pages. That's awesome. I've recent a couple times recently. I um tweeted from Welcome Back. It's oh, been okay. a while, but uh, I did too in the in the I just picking up on a couple trends. That was my goal. Yeah. It's there. Because I'm a content creator. <laughs> our, our social media is there, guys. It's true. Those got a couple likes. Oh, man. Um, do you have any tattoos? No. Are you thinking about getting any? I, well, honestly, t um, there are two obstacles. One, plasma. That obstacle's gone. The okay. other obstacle is how much it costs. Oh, yeah. If someone was like, here's infinite money for only tattoos, then I would have some. Okay. I'd if have you had infinite many. money for tattoos, do you think you'd cover? I think I'd have a sleeve. Yeah. I had the thought the other day of just getting like questionable quality tattoos. Like find mm -hmm. a shop that has up and comers and be like, hey, you you need canvas. Sure. Yeah. Um, do you ever watch that movie with uh Bill Burr and uh Dang, great story Breaking Mario? Bad? Great, great story. Uh, no. The Mandalorian? No, no, no. Uh, St King Staten Island. Do you ever watch that? Oh, no. Pete Davidson? Yeah, did you ever watch that movie? Uh-uh. Well, at a certain point, um, 
a character like basically does what I said and his back end just ends up with the worst tattoos. Like it looks like a kid with crayon root on his on the guy's back. <laughs> That's kind of what I want. You know, I don't see my back. I don't see what's back there. Sure. And like how often am I not wearing a shirt and how hilarious is it when I take my shirt off? If it's just like, yeah. <laughs> like a, the wildest journey of tattoo art on your back. <laughs> no, that's a good bit. But, I have this, I had that, um, that cyst removed. And so I have like a gnarly scar there. Mm-hmm. And so I was thinking about that would be cool to cover up with something. I don't know if you can cover up a hole. Well, now it's scar tissue. I don't know. Uh, okay. Can you tattoo into scar tissue? I wonder, however that scar tissue works, maybe they can make it look like a meteorite or something. Yeah, that's like that's I've seen some cool like scar tattoos, mm-hmm. but I think there'd be you can make something cool out of it. Oh, you should like make like a planet around it with the scar on it and then just have like the dinosaurs around it so it's like that you just got impact. <laughs> <laughs> um I could not afford the artist that could make that come to life. That's the problem. Gotcha. Well the guns aren't that expensive and I know that Sam's pretty artsy. Oh that's <laughs> so, true. She so she could get it. I have a former student that's training actually. Oh, well, there you go. She would do it for me. I'm actually getting my first tattoo this Saturday. Really? Yeah. Uh, me. I've been talking about this with my brothers for a while now, ever since our Pat passed away. I told you, I might have said this in passing, but my grandfather, for those who don't know, uh, died, and his name is AC, but his nickname yeah. was Ace. And so what me and my brothers are going to do in honor of our pap and in honor of us being brothers is <laughs> we're getting matching quote unquote tattoos where we're each getting an ace card with different uh suits yeah that's very cool yeah like i'll be wearing a tuxedo vince will be wearing a sports coat <laughs> okay <laughs> took me a second <laughs> no um Stupid. so vince is getting the diamonds and he's actually getting steelers diamonds because you know, for a mm. while vince lived with my pet and they would always watch steeler games together my pap was a big steelers fan so mm-hmm. he'll get the diamonds and he'll get the like the center one and the two in the corner and it'll be the three colors of the steelers sure. uh, diamonds yeah. and then andrew's getting the ace of clubs because it's got the three sections to it and mm-hmm. it's the three brothers so mm-hmm. and then i'm getting the ace of hearts uh for my grandma also so that's Beautiful. that's where i'm uh lining up and then the ace of spades is just kind of we're not doing that one because allegedly it's bad luck the ace of spades and then also because there's three of us we have a half brother matt not related to our pat but he's related uh-huh. to us it's so like he can uh-huh. have he can have that one if he wants to join in on the brother aspect. You literally but, can't stop me from getting it. I just want to point that out. No, no, I can't stop you from getting it. You want to be the brother? <laughs> you, want yeah. be, you want to be the missing link? You um, can't stop me. I'm can't. getting the ace of spades. Uh, do it. Do it. It's bad luck, <laughs> get it a, you get a tattoo in honor of my brothers and my grandfather. <laughs> yeah, I don't believe in luck. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, I think I have told that idea before on the pod but it's actually yeah happening. you have and by next that's episode, awesome it'll be on my body i'm i'm aiming the inside you're of my aiming calf, <laughs> yeah right below my knee cool yeah. yeah i have a lot of like little tattoo ideas that that's why i think like it would turn into a sleeve mm-hmm. and i'm just like so addictive already that yeah. i know that's kind of how it would go but i want like a bear on my chest like a big bear. Mm-hmm. I want to get, um, I don't know if you knew Corinne Baker, but she had, she has an L and an R tattooed on her left and right wrists to, okay. you know, I think, well, yeah, it's to like, tell you like left and right. And, uh, I think that's genius. And I would definitely do that. I don't know if I told this story before, but I recently told the story about how I broke my left arm and had pins mm-hmm. and there's still a scar on, on, on my left arm. And, I used that scar to tell my left from my right. So now that my watch covers it, uh-huh. <laughs> I like really struggle with which is my left and my right. Well, it's the it one with your time. watch on. You'd think that that would make it easy. <laughs> it would be crazy. <laughs> like to get the R on your left side and the L on your right. Uh-huh. It's completely just like ruin your head. Just as like a thought yeah. experiment just to see what's going on. 
<laughs> you know, a year ruined. or two, and then just black it out. You know, just get rid of it. Yeah, but I guess you could. Yeah, I'd be ruined. <laughs> I'd be interested to see like how much of a struggle will this make my life. <laughs> <laughs> so I I might someday. I don't know. Most we'll of see. my I have a I also have a ton of tattoo ideas, but they all seem like too dumb. Like, yeah. and they're all like pop culture essentially. Sure. Yeah. And uh, though I am still like on the fence about getting the the four symbols of like the of the Avatar nations mm-hmm. on the back of my mm-hmm. arm, I think that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. But uh, no, nope, starting off with the one on the leg. That's great. I would love a brother tattoo as well. I've got two brothers, and we talked about it for a while to do like a birth order tattoo. Mm-hmm. Um, but we couldn't agree on like we're three very different people, and mm-hmm. so we couldn't agree on like something to get on all of us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I don't know. You guys could do your own thing with an homage. Yeah. Like a way to link them somehow. Like if you, so birth order, right? So you're the oldest, right? Mm-hmm. So like a gold themed tattoo and the second brother goes silver and the third could go bronze. Yeah. 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 So you get like a golden calf. Right I, on your I calf. like how, <laughs> <laughs> I like how that highlights that I'm the best. So I'm on yeah. board with this idea. So. Just start it. You'd be like, guys, I got the brother too. You got to get him. You got to get him. I'm the best. I got a golden yeah. one right on my knee. Well, I can get the ace of spades and then he can get the two and then he can get the three. There you go. There you go. Oh my We're gosh. All linked together. That freaking We're works. all linked together. <laughs> you guys would always spades. Yeah. Which is kind of funny. Why? I don't know. I just, I just like the idea that like <laughs> the three suits are used up by my, me and my brothers, and your whole family just gets that one suit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like uh, it's like we go to the grocery store and like I buy three loaves of bread, and you got to share your one loaf with your family. <laughs> you okay. know, like like Bezos does every night. No. Um, <laughs> actually, I don't. Uh, I have a love hate relationship with billionaires. Yeah. I think that is the proper response. Because like on the one hand, it feels like they shouldn't exist. Cause that's so much money. And then on the other hand, like the idea of just balling out like crazy sounds really appealing. <laughs> okay. Well that's not why you should have a love hate relationship, but go on. <laughs> like imagine like you're, you're out to eat, you, you go to, you go to a restaurant Maybe you have yourself a, a steak, you know, maybe a short rib sandwich, side of fries, and a little malt milkshake, and then just pay for the whole restaurant's meal and leave. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, but that's generosity. That's a drop you in the be- bucket though. That's barely even generosity. Yeah, right. That's handing no, a that's dollar true. to a bum on the street when you have a billion dollars. That's true. But then I also struggle with like, they do give away a lot of their money. Mm-hmm. And probably a better percentage of their money than I give away of my money. You know? Oh, yeah, for sure. As far as percentages go. So well, I struggle. Have, well, here's the thing. I, hypothetically, if I, had a, if I had a billion dollars, I'd only need just around $100,000 a year to live like a baller. Yeah. What do I do with the rest of that freaking money? You I don't know? know. I mean... If you're ball, I don't know. That's not balling money. $100,000 a year is not balling. Comparatively, have a nice house, good car, probably have some land, go out to eat wherever I want, any night of the week. I don't know. No, I don't think so. You can't do that with $100,000? Not, I don't think so. Well, the places I want to go out to eat, I could probably do every night with $100,000. <laughs> okay, maybe. Yeah, maybe. I'm not going like, to like Center City or anything. I'm going to like Joe's uh, up the right, road, the right. Joe's bar. If you have $100,000 a year, mm-hmm. like, and you have a nice house, you're already done. Like, you then have to be frugal after that. Yeah. I think, I mean, I've never had that much money, so I can't say for sure, but that's mm-hmm. my guess. Sometimes I wonder how quick I'd go broke if I had a bunch of money. <laughs> oh, yeah. That Mega Millions is up recently. They say the first thing you got to do once you hit the lottery or get, come in a bunch of money is hire a lawyer. Just like keep them on retainer. 
because you're just going to get sued for frivolous things. People will know you have money and they want some of that money and they'll just come up with ways to try and get that money from you. Yeah. Which is heartbreaking because a lot of times it's like family and friends. Sure. Hey, remember back in seventh grade when I covered your burger? Yeah. And you said you'd pay me back. Well, it's been 30 years and like interest. Yeah. <laughs> So, like, where's my 10 grand? <laughs> I don't mind knowing who the fake folks are. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Ask that's kind of hard. But it's going to be heartbreaking, it. the ones that you realize sure. turn out to be. Sure. I'd still rather it that way, I think. Rather, yeah. I'd rather know. Yeah. But, man, what would you do if you hit the big one? How much is the big one? I don't know. Let's look it up. What's Mega Millions at right now? Okay. You Googling it? Uh-huh. My back is killing me. I can't sit in chairs like this anymore. Um, okay, those are numbers. $191 million. Okay. But really, what do you get? You get like $100, $100 million. Okay. The government takes half of it somehow. I'm not sure how $100 that works. $100 million. I would buy a house. Yeah. I would. No, I wouldn't buy a house. What would I do? Oh, because a hundred million dollars—that's probably not gonna. That could probably that could probably do me for the rest of my life, right? Oh yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, if you're careful, you can't ball for the rest of your life. But if you're careful, sure. Yeah. I mean, I'd spend. I'd. I would buy property and I would custom mm-hmm. build a house. I want to make. I want to make out myself. I don't want to buy somebody's house. I'd have to go like. I think I'd have to move. To like Hershey area. Yeah, I'd, where'd you go? I'd have to. I'd have to go like halfway between Pittsburgh and South Jersey. That way, because like yeah. one of, one of the struggles of being out here is like yeah, like obviously she misses her family, but I miss her family too. Like I spent a lot sure. of years out in Jersey, and so like if sure. I ended up with a hundred million dollars, definitely moving like to the halfway point. You can also get a helicopter and just be wherever you want all the time, though. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'd probably now that you bring that up is what I'm saying. Uh, I'd probably want to live like in. The Hershey-ish area. Sure. Whichever end of it is closer to like a private airfield that goes in and sure. out of like the Philly airport and the Pittsburgh airport. Private jets are pretty unethical though, you know? No, no not private jet. It's like a small airport. Okay. Those exist, right? Yeah. Small <laughs> airports exist. Yeah. Small air- like, like, a, like, a, <laughs> like I wouldn't just be me on a plane. It would be me and like the 20 other people who live out here. Who, like, have to go to California, but have to fly to Pittsburgh first. Sure. Got it. Yeah. Yeah, that would work. Yeah, I think I'm, I think I'd, I think I'd have to move, stay here. I'm not, if I could live anywhere in the world, mm-hmm. it would be right here. Yeah. Well, you and Sam are both true. from here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Even if I could, like, scoop everybody up and take them with me, this is a pretty great place. <laughs> I mean, I guess, I don't know. It would be hard for me to leave somewhere like here. The weather's perfect for me. The natural disasters are minor, but yeah. So I'd buy some land. I'd custom build a house with a giant living room and lots of bedrooms. Yeah. And, and then, I mean, I think I might, I might buy a new car just cause my cars aren't great, mm-hmm. but then I'm going to put the rest of the money into like a savings account. Yeah. And then I'm just going to live off the interest. I'm thinking certified pre-end is probably the way to go for the car. Sure. Yeah. Cause like our title, it, it gets like a, that gets like some type of warranty on it. But I'm not buying new. New's like new is a yeah, scam. No. Yeah, I don't need to do that. Um, yeah, so just a reliable car, a comfortable house. See, I don't know how how big of a house I'd want to go though cuz I don't know anyone in Hershey. Yeah. I'd need I'd need well, enough yeah. room. I'd need enough room for visitors from South Jersey or Pittsburgh who comes to visit. So I probably mm-hmm. need a house, just a regular size house like three bedrooms maybe and then like a mm-hmm. guest house on like the other side of the pool because i'm definitely getting a pool if i'm if i'm getting a hundred million dollars <laughs> yeah you would i'm getting a pool <laughs> olympic size mm-hmm. pool yeah and buy a lake or, or a river or something <laughs> and then move it to you a, can do both buy a lake and then move it to wait <laughs> <laughs> you can make a lake it's not even that hard man <laughs> i'm gonna take a section of the mississippi river and then put it in my oh. backyard <laughs> <laughs> Careful, once you connect it to the Mississippi, I think it becomes federal property. No, no, I'm just going to take a section of it. I'm going to buy a section, then I'm going to airlift my section of the Mississippi River in my okay. house. 
genius. Damn. <laughs> I, I think it would be so interesting to like let somebody lay this out and then and then it happens, you know? Like I want to know how I actually would spend the money. Uh yeah. I would it's have like so much I used to play. I know that. Like how like how much for you to how much money do you think sure, it would cost sure. for you to go kill Daisy right now? Right, right. Don't no. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite game to play. Like something ridiculous, yeah. how much? And then someone finally comes up with a number and I say and immediately in my head I'm like, I'm gonna Cut offer half. I'm gonna yeah, offer half. Absolutely. And you're gonna yeah. take it, and then I'm gonna work right. down from there. Yeah. But this is like there's just if I I'm never gonna hit the lottery. I just yeah. need somebody to give me a hundred million dollars so I can see what would actually happen. Yeah. Or just like a million. Just a quick mill. I wouldn't mind. I mean, uh <laughs> I JB's handing out stacks. Who's JB? Joe Biden? Hello? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh what we need to do is we need to become congressmen. That's how you get rich. That's how you get rich. <laughs> That is exactly how you get rich. Oh, Got man. it. So, okay. Are we ready for the political corner? I, I sensed it was it was time. Um, so, this isn't even from my notes, but if you haven't known already, um, Nancy Pelosi's husband is the best trader of all time. Like, he just okay. he just scores racks on racks on racks on racks. No, no one beats his trading ability, which makes mm. everyone think... It's insider trading. He's getting sure. notes yeah. from from Nance. You know, they're whispering sweet nothings, and then she says, "Buy Nvidia because we're going to be signing a bill to make more chips in America." Right. And then he buys it, and then he sells it. He sells it at a loss, and no one understands why. Right. And then they see that they're not selling their chips to China or Russia, which cuts out a huge market. And so they sell, and everyone's like, "Oh, what a dumb move to sell all your chips." And then the the Stock drops because the thing's going on. It's like so open in your face, insider trading, allegedly. It doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. It makes more sense that he shakes a a magic eight ball and comes up with it. <laughs> right. Like that makes more right. sense to me than like he's just good at it. Yeah. Um, and like she's not allowed to trade, right? Isn't that the rules? I think so. I think so. Like, yeah. like how most people have like sell off their businesses or put them in a trust. We're gonna be getting some cat noises because he keeps rubbing on my microphone. Lo- what kind of noises? <laughs> <laughs> he jumped down. He jumped down. Um, they like put it in a trust, a holding. That way, they can't like buy more or sell more. It just all sits there and waits till they're out of office. That's, I think that's what presidents are supposed to do. But like, just yeah. Trump just didn't do that. <laughs> Um, he like yeah. gave it to his kids, I think, to like run it. But then, like, anytime something sure. happened, you just call him. Mm-hmm. Son, do it this way. Okay, Dad. Click. You know. Yeah. Um, but that's that's not what brought me to the political sphere. First, let's let's okay. start over the pond real quick. Okay. So Boris Johnson, uh, Prime Minister, next out of here, out of there. Some lady is running. Lady the show time. Now. Don't the know former, her name. Um, Former lady of foreign affairs or whatever. Who cares, right? They sip tea. We'll throw it in <laughs> the don't. ocean. Doesn't matter. Sure, right. But I noticed that her role as prime minister didn't begin until the queen allowed her to form a new government. Okay. Does the queen still have just the ability to pull back all of like control of the country? Like, what if she's like, no, you can't. Like, how long before before yeah. the... Well, there's a war, right? Before their house is just like, oh, no, like, she's old and dumb. Like, she doesn't know how to do anything anymore. So That's like, true. So, like, no we're just going to keep running it like we right. normally have. Like, is it formality? Or does, or does, like, when a prime minister steps down, all power is immediately reverted back to the crown? And then the crown says, you guys can go ahead and run this again. Yeah, I think she's aware that if she tried to go rogue, that like if she said no, pull it back, I want all the power back, she would just be killed and then be like, oh no, she was old already, huh? Here's the thing: if Trump got too close to the Queen, and and the Queen started wearing hats that said like "Make England Great Again," like <laughs> you know how our country's divided on Trump, I think they all love the Queen over there. Uh huh. Like. 
If she says storm the Capitol, <laughs> <laughs> they're doing it. Maybe. They're yeah, doing I it. I, I feel like, so like, I feel like it's just like, uh, over the generations, her family realized how annoying it is to be famous and run a country. And so like, <laughs> rather than just we'll take, take it all back, <laughs> just let the commoners think, yeah. we get all the cameras, the fame, the guards with the silly hats, and you guys <laughs> get yelled at on Twitter each and every day. That's that's a good move. I, I You know, if it was me in the queen's shoes, I would definitely be like, yeah, yeah you go ahead. You go ahead. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Do I still get my like stipend, my paycheck? Is my family still like super rich? Yes. Okay. You yeah. guys go ahead and, and yell yeah. at each other. And laugh at each Hard other. Oh man, have you ever watched their like quote unquote Congress work? I don't even know what it's called, but have you ever Parliament. watched it? Mm, I don't think so. Where the, the like I make, saw some clips of Boris. They just like laugh each other like out of the building. Yeah, like someone will will, will like propose a bill, and then they'll like throw a quip, and like their team will start <laughs> like laughing. Yeah, and then their like team. the other, <laughs> then like the rebuttal happens. <laughs> And they're like, well, you smell. And then the rest of them go, oh. <laughs> yeah, I do remember some mean things being said about Boris. Before him, they, it's just, they just lit each other up. And like, I'm surprised yeah. like yeah. it doesn't devolve into, oh, yeah, you want the tax rate to be this? Meet me outside in the parking lot right now, you broke. <laughs> beep, beep, beep. You know? Yeah, yeah. In it. In it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I think it's going to be bloody right horrible if you pass this bill with two broken arms. I just did England and like New York. Yeah, man. It was bad. I'm glad we talked about it. Oh, man. One time I was in a a play where I had an English accent and some guy came up to me afterwards and he like shook my hand and then pulled me in and then like whispered into my ear that I had the best accent of the show. And I'll never forget it. Nice time to bust it out right now. Rest of the episode. I <laughs> know that's right. Somebody listening probably knows the show though. Oh, okay. And they're feeling bad because mine was better than theirs. Uh, but what really brought me to this—that's like, if you actually do put this out today, that's extremely relevant politics. Yeah. But what I want to talk about is the rise of Dark Brandon. <laughs> okay, tell me about it. Oh my god! So you remember everyone says, "Let's go, Brandon to Biden." <laughs> yeah. Uh, so essentially dark Brandon for those uninitiated is the concept of like, it started out as like a right wing troll that like Biden's actually super evil and is like trying to control the government and trying to control the people and all of our lives. And then the left thought that just sounded hilarious and awesome that people would (laughs) think that of him. And so now it's like dark Brandon is when Biden like kicks it up into like the next notch. Like when he doesn't, yeah. where he's like, we're getting stuff done, whether you wanted to or right. not. Like, like, um, when, when Biden talked about radical MAGA Republicans in his latest speech and mm-hmm. sent every far right commentator into a tizzy on Twitter, pe- yeah. that was, that was a dark Brandon moment. Okay. That's a dark brand. When Biden, Rated Mar-a-Lago, right? You know how like people used to use Trump on the like the Mayflower like pictures. I want someone <laughs> yeah. to Photoshop Brandon on the front line of like the FBI raiding Mar-a-Lago. That's what I <laughs> I, I will hang, hang that painting in my house. Um, yeah, that's a dark Brandon moment. And um, when he Stayed true to one of his campaign promises, like it or not. He said he was going to do this thing. Didn't do it to a full extent. I'm not saying good thing or bad thing, but when he forgave ten thousand to twenty thousand sure. student loan debt, mm-hmm. that's a that's a Biden move. But when the White House Twitter started just tweeting at all the Congress people who were complaining about it, about their millions of dollars of PPP loans that are forgiven, <laughs> yeah, it, with the with the amount. And the name of who took it out because it's all public record. That's a dark Brandon move. You, you <laughs> okay, get what I'm saying? No, that makes sense. Sure, yeah. And so that I've just been eating up dark Brandon lately. Dark <sighs> Dark Brandon is like a fun political crossover of the um, of the city boy trend. Did you send Did you okay. send me a city boy recently? I don't recall. City the city 
Okay, we're just gonna keep talking about TikTok. City boy <laughs> is when like a girl says she thinks that we need to go on a break, and you text her back. It's like break from what? Uh, we weren't even. Oh, yeah, a, yeah, we yeah. weren't even a thing. <laughs> you know that. That's yeah, I sent that to you, but I don't know by that name. Yeah, that's the city boy. That's the city got boy. it. Okay, and it's just what are you talking about? And then you send her, let's play pool. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and so like I my oh man, when people tell me that TikTok's just for like kids dancing, I'm like yeah. I haven't seen yeah <laughs> I haven't seen kids You're or dancing in yeah. years, literal years. Right. <laughs> corn, it's all corn. But like, are there people who don't know about? Well, Instagram Reels people don't know about they're getting <laughs> about there. corn yet, but. He's everywhere. It's slowly turning into like a stream of consciousness podcast, but um, <laughs> I was wondering, were you? Are you go? I felt like you were going somewhere. No, 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 no. It's just my my uh, my brains everywhere. But <laughs> back to dark Brandon and politics. Right. Um, the raid is like my favorite thing to follow right now, and I'm excited for season two of um, the January six hearings. <laughs> Uh-huh. Because yeah. they said they'll be coming back in the fall with a couple more episodes. And I'm so uh-huh. pretty excited. I hope they put this whole series on Netflix when they're done. <laughs> oh gosh. Um but like it feels like it feels like every accusation from Trump against his political enemies was an admission. Was this a secret admission of like they're corrupt. Oh, he's corrupt. Well, they stole files. Oh, he stole files. You know what I'm saying? Like, sure. And I'm not. Again, I've I've said this before. For those who are initiated in the podcast, I don't know how many times I'm gonna say that today. The yeah, a lot. The there's nothing wrong if you're a Republican. I don't have a problem yeah. if you're a Republican. Heck, I don't have a problem if you voted for Trump. But like standing by him. Person over party, person over beliefs. Like you've ordained him as the man who can do no wrong this late in the game. I don't know how. Well, you have an older generation, so if they do happen to find this podcast, you probably can't comment. But, <laughs> but it feels like I can comment because I, I, I know what I think about it, and it's that yeah. he is just bad for the country. He is mm-hmm. not his yeah. beliefs, not uh, the not his party mm-hmm. he is he yeah. is he is bad for the for the country yeah bad for democracy yeah the guy who's two years later later saying that the election was rigged that's bad for everybody yeah. after all of the court cases of judges that he appointed i don't want to get too deep into it but it's just yeah. like he is bad for the country and i would hate to see him run again yeah. and again i i there are some things he stands for that i'm in favor of yeah so like that's there are certainly some other politicians from his party that i could support he is not one of them dr oz is from new jersey so he's also not one of them <laughs> yes he's from new jersey <laughs> someone asked oh man do you get do you get calls have you gotten a survey call yet no no i don't get anything i've never no. gotten one before but then i got a call and they asked for my stepmom and i'm like this isn't her number it hasn't yeah. been associated with their bill in so long there's no weird this isn't her and they're like okay well do you feel like taking a political survey? And I was like, heck yes, I do. <laughs> I I will answer every single one of your questions. And what I realized is that as far as these survey companies care, the country is literally like super divided left or right. Like I yeah. like they would ask questions. I would give my actual answer. And it's just, sir, the answers are agree or disagree. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm right. Like, I'm like, what? <laughs> what? This yeah. is, there's, a, there's middle. There's middle to, to yes. agree or disagree. If the answers are agree and disagree, you are also bad for the country. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then yeah. they're like asking me questions about like their personal life, like scandals they've been through. I was like, does this affect your decision on who you're voting for? I say no. And they go, and like, and like they got taken aback because one was kind of like, like actually like. Like if someone said, oh, did you know this person punched a cat in the alleyway in front of like mm-hmm. the kindergartners? And then my response to if that changed the way I would vote, I said, no. They go, like, oh, okay. Because yeah. <laughs> like, I don't care about the person. I care about uh-huh. the things that I care about what I think about. You know what I'm saying? You're losing me. Like uh, with my speech or with my connection to the internet? 
<laughs> your speech you you okay. vote you you care about what they there's, stand for there's two people not who they are yeah there's two people here let's say let's say there's okay. two people one guy i hold all the similar beliefs to the other guy i have no similar beliefs to the guy i have no similar beliefs to stand up individual the guy i do have a lot of similar beliefs to dirtbag okay i'm voting this for the, so interesting i'm voting for the dirtbag that's how everybody voted for trump my dude i know and it's fine what tr- Here's the thing. I can disagree with what Trump did politically. Most, if not all, but most, there's probably are a few, but most of my issues with Trump is everything that he did outside of the scope of the presidency. It's not the president's job to take classified information home, right? Sure. It's not the president's job to call, you know, electors to say, hey, find me 11,820 votes. Sure. I'm arguing that all of that crap that you don't like is a result of who he is as a person, which mm-hmm. is the problem. If I'm faced with a dirtbag that I agree with entirely and a stand-up individual who I don't agree with at all, I'm voting third party. I cannot yeah, yeah. myself to vote uh, for either of that, those people. You're doing, uh, you're, I'm playing the role of the person who called and you're taking the survey. You're me in this scenario because I was only giving two options. I didn't pick up a third thing. Sure. I was like, when? I, but I might, I might be more inclined to vote for the person who I don't agree with. But the person, you know about Hamilton, right? Thing, you're familiar with Hamilton, but, right? Sure. But the person we'll get we'll get to what you're saying, but I just want to get this out before I forget. The person yeah. who is a stand-up individual but holds beliefs counter to everything you have, he's actually going to try to run on those. I know a lot of of politicians get elected and do nothing, but hypothetically, if someone who is just a great guy who I'd love to get a beer with actually governs and puts in all these policies that I hate, then I shot myself in the foot. But like, if someone, either this guy who is a dirtbag is either going to do his job right or gets impeached and I throw him out with like, whatever, mm-hmm. like that, that's the thing. I th- like Trump, I think Trump I support, people disagree. who voted for Trump who have now abandoned him, like the second January 6th happened, they abandoned him or like when like people who just, uh, I don't know. I don't know how to word but what, here's I'm, the thing. what I'm saying. It was, I think I'm with you. I think I'm with you. But it's that logic that got us to this point. Uh-huh. It is people who said, see, for me, character matters, but it's a lot of people who said character doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. He he stands for what I stand for. So I'm going to vote for him. And it's what got us to an insurrection. It's what got us to a divided, terrible situation. Slippery slope, slippery slope. Cause we're starting at the initial, like pull the lever on this guy. Who, he's the other guy is going to do things. I don't want to happen. This guy who's a dirtbag might actually do things that I like, but then here's, here's why I'm calling a slippery slope. When Trump started doing things that were like out of line with the presidency and would say like horrible things, that's when he that's when he you get rid of him. That's but the that's damage when is already no. done. And and, uh, and no, what no, I don't no. like about bringing slippery slope in is because I'm not talking about a theoretical situation. Yeah. I'm talking about a thing that happened. Yeah, I'm like saying it's that logic the that got that guy still, in there and the lots who, of damage was done. <laughs> this is what, I knew we were going to talk over each other. No, this is really good. I appreciate it. The people who voted for Trump. And are still standing with him in spite of everything is the problem. I will never say people are the problem. The, I think they are. But they are creating. They are creating problems. Sure, sure they're not sure. the problem. They're they're creating problems or lengthening problems because this problem already it's exists. How, yeah, it's how they're being misled that is creating yeah. problems. I, I don't want to get into, but that's a nuance that's important to me. Yeah, but yeah, like. Like if I voted for someone who's going to make it so that every school does free lunches, no kid should have to miss lunch because they owe money to the school, right? Let's say that that's actually something I believe. No kid should show up to school. They get their sure. pizza. They get to the front of the line. And then a, a cafeteria lady says, you're out of money and throws away your pizza. That's that's careful. My grandma was a lunch lady. Well, if she did that, she's a war criminal now. And so well, I meant I meant the impression. <laughs> <laughs> the demeaning impression is what I had a problem with. <laughs> and so if someone was running on that and I cared about it that much, that they'd raise the speed limit in my town and that they would give students free <laughs> lunch and I voted for uh-huh. them. But then I found out they were like cheating on my wife or on the, cheating on, on your wife. Yeah. yeah they're, they're <laughs> cheating on their wife with my wife and then cheated on my wife. No. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. So they're cheating on their wife. I would be like, that guy's dirtbag. Man, next election, I'm going to pick someone else who's also going to vote for raising the speed limit and free and free lunches. 
know what I'm saying? But don't you think it's a problem that like you they didn't just you you're saying like these two things are separate. Like what do they do in their personal life is different than what they do in their political life. And I just don't think that that separation happens. I think that when you have a person with character issues, mm -hmm. it means they're also going to create political issues. I mean, that, I, that character flaw is going to be a problem in their politics as well. Well, ideally you would want someone else. You'd want someone with your beliefs who is upstanding upright. <laughs> yes. And yes. so like the people who ended up picking Trump over Hillary, they, a lot of them didn't want Trump, but they fell into that thing. Like, do I vote for someone yeah, who, right. let's say, Hillary's accusations from the right aside and stuff sure. on record she's done. Um, <laughs> it's like a, a classy politician with opinions that are good for their party. And then a dirtbag with opinion with saying he's going to do the things for his party, which he did a lot of them. Sure. He certainly did. The people who wanted Rubio or Cruz have to pick Trump because if they pick Hillary, she's going to put forth things they don't want to happen. That's a guarantee. I, I get that. I don't, I, I don't that. fault maybe, those people for picking Trump there. I would fault them if they're still wearing MAGA 2020 hats and they have signs in the windows that say he won. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, it may just be that you're being more practical and I'm being more ideological, mm -hmm. but, but like that, the damage is done. But I'd vote third party. It doesn't party. matter. It doesn't matter that he did great things. I don't. Conversation aside, we'd both probably pick third party in the in this scenario that we're yes. coming up with. Yes. But yes. for the sake of argument, you know. I don't know. I think a lot of it has to do with the primaries. I think a lot yeah. of people voted for Trump in the primaries mm -hmm. that knew he was a dirtbag, but thought, oh, he can. He's. I like how he's talking. You know. I think that was a problem. Well, he's um, freaking funny but, as crap, and and no one could stand with him. He's a, he's a comedian. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And maybe he was the only one that could beat Hillary, but. For me, as somebody, for me, I really like Cone. <laughs> for me, as somebody that like wants to be principled and like I'm gonna stand on the truth mm -hmm. before what's popular, I'm going to like not vote for a dirtbag. Dirtbag's not very which popular. Means but the dirtbag's positions vote. are what you want. Think about everyone in polit political leanings, and someone is is running on that entire. That would platform. be really hard. That would be really hard. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So people find themselves in hard places and it's weird if you're still like, well, you know, he says he's a Republican like this late in the game. Yeah. <laughs> we have to cut all this. No, no, we got to <laughs> We got to put it all in, man. Yeah. Well, I think it's a good time to remind everyone that we don't know much. I hope the conversation is better than where we're landing the landing is not the point the dialogue is the point i could think something totally different by the time this episode comes out so yeah heck man take i stand with i stand with dot com yeah. i freaking take that every two years because i want to know where i'm lining up the best because sometimes you just get stuck in those in those like beliefs like i probably said i was a libertarian a year yeah, and did. a half longer than did. i actually was one. Oh yeah Cause like I'm, I'm constantly shifting. And if you're not shifting, Oh sure. my goodness. I, like people who like showed up at college when we went to college, like 10 years ago. Sure. And to this day still hold every single one of the same beliefs. Like you were just right. And well, you're just going to yeah, stay yeah. right this whole time on everything. doesn't make sense to me. I don't necessarily need you to change, but I need your arguments to get better for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I have some of my really old, I stand with results. So I'm excited to compare them to what we have now. I don't have any. To what I have now. Remember when we were keep teasing about you taking it, and then we just never did. <laughs> hey, the midterms are coming up. Maybe, uh, maybe that's time. Sounds good to me, man. Okay. Well, thank you for joining us at this lively discussion, our conversation today. Uh, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us wherever you're listening. Share this episode with somebody who you uh, would vote for. Oh, oh. <laughs> There's too few people. <laughs> so, oh, share it for someone you wouldn't vote for. There you go. There you go. <laughs> we'll catch you on the wire at Welcome Back Wire on all social media platforms. We will check you there. We can continue the conversation, contribute to the community. We would like to thank the IWEP Network and Patrick Planting. You can find me online at Mario Miley. You can find me online at Chris McNaney. 
until next time, we'll be right We'll be right back. back. <laughs> oh my god, just do your stupid podcast. Okay.